0: And welcome to Spherial, a Bit Heroes podcast. I am your host, Clone334, but you probably know me on Twitch as Star Rambler. I'm here today with Gifted Gamer. Hello. And Footsy City. Howdy. And we're recording early. Nor- normally, the show, well, the- <laughs> I say normally, but this is the third episode typically we like to record after the reset on Friday so that we can talk about the news and stuff but since I'm traveling this weekend we're going to record early on a Wednesday night and, and post it up for you guys on Thursday and we're just gonna discuss some uh, topics that, that we had and uh, some listener questions and and different stuff like that so I think... The first order of business is talking about the new expedition. Um last week when recorded it was still messed up, so we kinda didn't know what loot was dropping or, or anything else about it.
1: Yeah, it was I think when we ended recording is like when it they just patched it to actually start dropping loot again.
2: Yeah, if I recall it literally had the server notice up as we were about to finish up, so we've had some days to look at it.
0: So what do we think of it in general? You guys we've all cleared all of our guilds have cleared it out, right? We've seen Of course (laughs) like the first couple hours. I guess my guild had (laughs) had the last portal open before the loot was even dropping, so
2: Yeah, I mean overall this is another great design by them. They haven't disappointed or Kong hasn't disappointed us with their design choices and their variety while still keeping that common theme here. Which is a great follow-up to what Jopio had been doing, so props to them on that.
1: Yeah, it's definitely out there, you know, having, like, this whole, like, rock band kind of
0: theme to it was pretty neat. Do you guys like, I, I guess from what I'm hearing from you, you like the uh, goofier, kind of, like, funny and, like, puns kind of stuff? I, I like the past raids we've had and stuff, like, how how the raids are more serious, and you have, like, the rock guy, and what are we fighting now? <laughs> The, like, the Inferno area <laughs> and stuff. Like, I like how the raids are super serious, and then, and then the other ones are, are more goofy.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think for permanent content, I like what they do with the more serious stuff. But I think for events like this, I kind of do like the more goofy aspect, because it gives them more themes to work off of, especially, like, they need to get fusion themes to use, so they can use goofier stuff on existing more serious content to... Kind of bring a new light to it
1: I definitely like the themes that they they kind of have I like especially like it like with the evasions it seems like invasions have some pretty good themes to them yeah I agree with that
0: okay so our mythics that that are dropping from the new invasion from battle bards let's see if I can even pronounce this so the first one that drops in the left portal is called Glamineer um, it's a mythic body. And it has 1% Absorb, 1% Deflect, and 1% Evade. I mean, it's nothing too crazy, but if you need something like that, then yeah, it's pretty good.
2: Yeah, it definitely falls in that category of the general tank. Mythics, they've been starting to make more items where it just has more of like a spread of like small stat bonuses for different... Like, even tank and DPS, they kind of have that more. Of course, maybe not like... Like, say, like, 4% like in power, it's like 1% in power, 1% dual strike, that kind of stuff. Where it's just multiple items to get you more efficiency in the end. And also just trying to fill different, like, armor slots. At least give some variety for those people that like to do, like, full mythic builds. Or maybe they need to fill that spot with their set or whatever they're doing.
0: Okay, the next one at the top portal that drops in the top portal is the Demon Mullet, which is a mythic head. And you and nearby teammates gain two percent damage reduction.
1: It's kind of a weird helmet because like if it's kinda seems like it's geared more towards like a bait or tank, but those are usually kinda the front and back, so it's not really maximizing the bonus unless you stick somebody in the middle.
0: I typically I feel like I typically have a bait in the second position, so it would be helping the tank in the front and then the DPS behind it.
2: Which that's usually where I put my highest Damage output, highest T.S., D.P.S., generally just because I want to keep them the safest. So, it's a, I mean, it's a little bit more survivability. And being in the head slot, I mean, it's it, it works with some stuff, but there's better situations, I think, for it.
0: Okay, the right portal drops Chippity, which is a uh, mythic offhand, which is an adorable fat chicken. Like, I love the theme for it. Baby chicken, I guess. Which all of these other ones are like <laughs> like fit with the uh music theme. I don't know why this one is a chicken, but um but this mythic offhand it gives you one percent damage, one percent speed, one percent dual strike, and one percent empower chance. So it's just kind of another flat um Just general, like that kind of goes with the tank buff almost. It's the DPS version.
1: Yeah, it's it's like what Footy was saying that they're really kind of starting to spread out stuff and not really concentrating it just one thing. Which for DPS, it works pretty well because you kind of want, you know, the chance for dual strike or empower and all that.
2: Yeah, I definitely like the bonuses on it. Like if you up tiered Merciless and you don't have Weave, this would be a great addition in that offhand slot that you don't have filled. So, this I think this one can get potentially more use than the other ones we've went over so far just because there's some practicality for your more free to play or not as high pushing players.
0: Yeah, that does seem like it would slot in good on Merciless. Okay, let's see the last one from the middle portal is Basol and it's a mythic main hand with 2% absorb chance, you and nearby teammates gain 1% increased damage. And I guess since it's a main hand, it has a move set. So, so the first move, for 0 SP is resolve, it shields and heals self for um the amounts on this picture are for like that individual person. Yeah. So it's just a I wish that we had like the percentage yeah, so I'll just I'll just read through them without the the amounts, but because it's they're not super relevant. Yeah. Um. So then the second move is Crush for zero special, uh, deals damage to the strongest enemy. Then, aerial assault for one special is drain health from all enemies, and one special for gamble deals damage to a random enemy, attacks three times. And for two special, we have Dispatch, which deals damage to a target enemy. And looking at those numbers, it looks like it deals a ton of damage to that target enemy.
1: Yeah, it did a pretty good amount. I actually had that item drop for me and I was using it for a little while, but decided that I didn't really like it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think in this tier there's better options than it, at least personally kind of like like even like the, the the staff that I'm currently using is the the set one from the tier 11 Melvin or tier 11 World Boss in general where it's the the SP set and I think the moves on that one are pretty decent and you also get the set bonus which is nice I think even like basalt might be better than Bass soul which it's fine that our names are that close.
1: Yeah, I think Salt is better. I mean, granted, I think the shield move costs 1 SP, where on basol, it doesn't, but you get a lot more shielding, and with basol, you don't get quite as much.
2: Plus it's harder to target damage down. This one has a lot of RNG chances of hitting the target you want, or you have to spend 2 SP, while something like basalt has a 1 SP target skill. So, I mean... Again, this has its own kind of variety of uses, especially with the drain. You could use this in the um, the tier 10 uh, D3, the one that's used for blaster where the healing is reduced. You can use that drain and it gets full efficiency. But that's such like a small niche case where I feel like this item uh, gets overshadowed a little bit.
0: So basically none of them are particularly worth farming for except Chippity for the cosmetic.
1: I think Chippity has utility as well other than the cosmetic. Yeah. It's probably like the best one to go for.
2: Which is funny. That's the only DPS one out of this entire set and it's arguably the best mythic too.
0: Um, is there a build that makes sense that's all mythics? Does anybody like run anything like that? Or the set bonus is just too good?
2: I've seen it. It uses a mix match of a lot of different tier mythics which is the worst part. Because there is
0: CF up. Tier. Yeah,
2: yeah. There's an offhand I think that's like increased like damage and uh, damage reduction for each mythic you have equipped, but that only gives you like six percent if you have full mythics, I think. And that's like a tier nine or tier eight thing. And it's just, I mean, it's possible. And I don't think those builds builds are like horrible, but I've seen even up, to, like
1: Kush Ice that ran it for a while. Being, yeah, like, all mythics. Yeah.
2: And there's some like like level 300, 400 people that have. Like I see occasionally, I have builds kind of like it, but it's just... It's so resource-intensive. Inten- I was going to say, in the
1: long run, it's like so terrible just because of the, the expense to keep up-tiering everything.
2: Yeah, I'd rather just get like even yeah. a couple full sets and call it good at tier 11 compared to full full mythics. I say, I think this theme of not necessarily usable thing even falls into the familiars. I, don't, I really don't know if there's like a super good familiar in this one. At least I haven't really seen one. Since they fixed all their values and everything,
0: yeah, I don't know anything about the familiars in this in any of these portals, so if you guys have any thoughts on that, I'd love to hear I
1: thought the the top one had a decent one,
0: okay, I found the uh sheet that has all of the uh familiar all the legendary familiars, but I'm not sure if the listeners want me to just read through all of them. Um, nah,
2: I, I don't. Yeah, I don't really think any of them stick out because I think they've the try. I think that we're looking at is the one before they fixed some of their bonuses. I think some of the bonuses were accidentally typoed or, or bigger than they should have been. So I think after that, none of these are really good because originally there was one that had like twenty-seven point five percent DR and twelve point five percent absorb. I believe, or yeah, it's deflected. deflect. Deflect. Yeah. I think that's supposed yeah. to be two point five percent. Oh geez. Oh so, yeah, it just makes it. <laughs> And the skills on it are, meh. So, I mean, I, we could be wrong and they could have other uses. But since this is a an event that's not up all the time, it's it's event restricted. You could do something where it's infinitely like not restricted with like world boss familiars and stuff. You really can't go wrong with right. some of the ones available from from like Melvin and uh, extermination.
0: What about Bon Bonk has 56% block chance? That seems like a lot of block chance.
1: I can't remember what a max
0: block augment
1: gives you, if you could get him to like 100% or not.
2: I think it's 20%. So you could, but you'd probably overshoot, and then even that, it's, it's just trying to imitate like the full player 100% block build, which has very niche uses in my opinion as well. I think a full DR build is much better especially since familiars can still easily get to like, like a great like can get to 75% DR easily if you have the right augments, which will reduce much more than Bonk, Bon Bonk will. And then the mythic again is more kaleidos that you have to farm. So even the mythic, I don't think's really worth it.
1: I guess that's my only complaint for the, this current expedition is that they're using him again. I was hoping that they do like a different raid boss.
2: Yeah. And even some of the familiars we see in it are also reused from other like expeditions or invasions. There's a few new culprits, but not much.
0: You were saying about damage reduction on Croundy. There is a the name is half covered on this picture, but it's Sonord something, and it has twenty five percent damage reduction and ten percent block. Is he still that? Wasn't
2: that? And it's also, the look at the the stat distribution for it. It has higher health than damage, which means it's a very, very heavy meat tank. And you don't really need that for familiars because you can either run two baits or yourself as a player, if you are a tanker bait player, you can run as the meat tank yourself and just have a bait. Or if you're a DPS, you can just run two baits. And that will get you most of your content out of the way.
0: Right. Okay. That makes sense. Because I'm learning about familiars as
2: we go. And I think something like macho is better if you want more of a main tank-ish. And it's easier to farm.
0: Do you mean macho, mad dog, melly man? Yes. <laughs> 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 okay, any other uh, any other thoughts on, on the expedition?
2: I think the highlight that we can all agree that we enjoyed was the compensation we got when we logged in a couple days ago.
1: Yeah, it was definitely a very nice oh, yeah. boost that they gave out along with the other stuff.
2: They're getting a free buck gore and I think it was three three um badge plaques and three ticket rolls it was really nice or not ticket I think it was three um energy packs a free re- yeah free resources are free resources and that for a free buck gore, is definitely nothing to complain about
0: so my alt account is totally free to play like I haven't bought anything on it and the new daily bonuses and stuff are really legit because i'm like looking at the inventory on on my character that has never spent any money or gems and like i have a buck gore a capture rate tome um shard basket ticket roll you know the three (laughs) badge plaques i have four energy packs a super scroll like i have all kinds of stuff i need to like (laughs) have a night and grind with this dude
2: yeah it makes it a lot easier to be free to play (laughs)
0: Yeah, they're definitely definitely taking care of people.
2: Yeah, I hope they don't rebalance the Bitcourt at the end. And change that eventually, <laughs> because that's I mean that definitely is a nice reward at the end of a month.
0: Okay, well if there's no more thoughts on expeditions, we'll move on to our uh listener questions.
2: Which we remembered this time.
0: <laughs> we didn't forget it last time. We were just saving it for this episode. We were, we were. So this question comes from Antimans. And he posted the question in our Discord, which you can get to by going to StarRambler.com. It'll forward, open up Discord and and drop you in there. And there's a section for uh, general podcast chatting and questions and suggestions. So, <clears throat> AntaMans writes, With the recent multiple bundles, gem bundles, and new $100 bundle, a lot of players who are pay-to-win are considering going free-to-play as competition has simply become too expensive, and many people argue that this is just increased gap between free-to-play and pay-to-win. What is your opinion on this? That's a really good question. Yeah, he actually has a little bit more info on it. It says, um, also to take a note that the $100 bundle has a 10K gems, as legendary augment brain, four stat points, 4K brain mats, and he says he says that there's two views on it. Number one is that Kong is being money-hungry and the game is way more pay-to-win. And number two is that the bundle is made to reduce the RNG of buying brain augments for gems as people would, would have spent well over 10k gems to not get a legendary brain, and this bundle was made to guarantee a legendary brain.
1: Yeah, I've definitely had some uh, bad luck trying to get a legendary brain and yeah some of them have cost like you said way more than 10k <laughs> oh no <laughs> so i guess for the most part with the bundles i didn't really have any real problems with it but when i saw the 100 one yeah that with the legendary brain it seemed like a like a no brainer yeah no brainer a- <laughs> <laughs> no brainer to you know get a, an easy brain you know it just costs a lot of money but chances are rolling it would probably cost you more than a hundred dollars if you're unlucky.
0: Yeah. I think the legendary brains have the same uh, drop as like a legendary pet or accessory. And I know people have spent a lot of money trying to get those.
1: It's like what, like a three point something percent chance. Yeah.
0: yeah. I can pull it up here.
2: No. So I think I can see where, where he comes to the point of uh, pay to one people wanting to become more free to play because I think regardless of how much you spend, if you stare at a hundred bucks right in the face, I think that's kind of a number that you hesitate at at least for a second if you just naturally buy the packs, because I mean it is still a hundred, like a hundred dollars regardless. So,
1: I get it. yeah, it's different when you're buying like smaller packs, you know, over time versus the up front just seeing a hundred dollar in your face.
2: Yeah, yeah, I don't really see it as being money hungry. It's just, I mean, obviously they're trying different things out because that's been a common theme of, Rick, of, what, or yeah, of what Kong has been doing. But I, th- I think this pack is definitely overvalued, though. I think $50 would have been fine with it if they just cut back on like the other stuff given with it and still had the legendary brain. Because they have the normal $50 legendary augment thing that they've been uh, selling recently where it has a legendary chip, um, bone, and uh, pump, which has three different legendary familiar things that you can get from just that pack compared to this one where you get one for 100. So it's, yeah, I think it's overvalued for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. I, I don't see myself ever spending a hundred dollars on a, uh, pack. Like, I think I'm just never going to have a legendary brain. <laughs> you never know, man. It just takes one roll. <laughs> yeah, I think, i think personally i probably will save up gems and and just roll for the chance at it and as spend uh, you know just to spend, once i've spent my gems on other things and i don't need anything else that gems buy then i'll then i'll start rolling for brains
2: yeah i think it's something that i would definitely just try to free a play to save gems or even like buy an obsidian orb and just try my chances there do the
0: Brains break down into things like if you get a bunch of them that you don't want, you can break them down into like materials to re-roll. No, you just get the the mats that you would use just to re-roll. Period. Like you don't get
1: the ability to create another brain if you got like a bad one. Yeah,
0: right. That's what I mean though. But like, I guess what I'm saying is, if you buy if you buy that legendary brain pack, then you just have the legendary brain and it drops. But if you buy a bunch of the smaller packs and scrap the ones you don't need as as you try to get the legendary, then once you get the legendary, you have a bunch of extra mats to re-roll it yeah. for what you want it to be.
2: Yeah. I guess it just depends how much of a rush you're in. If you want like a one-and-done kind of deal or if you're looking more long-term where you're willing to wait to roll all those packs potentially
0: right cuz i know what would happen for me is if i bought that 100 dollar pack i would drop like the shittiest brain <laughs> that exists like deflect chance or something <laughs> not deflect uh what's what's the one life steal that nobody ever <laughs> wants on anything i don't know if there even is a life steal brain but that's the one i would get they're
1: basically like just pet moves you know like when you get hit or when right. you hit something or per turn it does healing or damage or whatever,
2: shielding. But I think you'd still pull a lifesteal one, knowing your luck.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I got enough lifesteal (laughs) runes.
2: Pull something that isn't even possible.
1: Maybe someday they'll rework the lifesteal, make it better.
2: I've been hoping that for like four tiers now.
0: (laughs) How would they do that, though? Because it just seems like fundamentally it doesn't help because tanks it's not enough like tanks don't do enough damage to heal themselves with it and then DPS just don't want to be getting like hit anyways so I think it'd be nice if you can like restore shields or something alongside a health
2: yeah that and they need a at least double, double or triple the values of the current lifesteal stuff there's not enough chance for it to be worth it yeah the right. max value is just way too low where if it was, say, triple, then that might be almost too much, but at least it would make it more balanced, and then they can balance it down from there. But they haven't touched Lifesteal since they made it, so...
0: Yeah, I could see where, like, if they buffed Lifesteal, then you could potentially, like, not run a a healing pet to, like, you wouldn't need the pet to heal yourself anymore. Yeah. So you could run, like, an offensive pet more easily. Yeah, that would make the game pretty interesting, you know, if you could do that. Because it just seems like nobody really ever runs, like, the offensive pets.
1: Yeah, it's pretty rare, unless you're doing, like, PvP or, like, guild versus guild. Or if you're, like, speed clearing stuff, like if you're running pretty confident level, like in Trials or Gauntlet, you can use offensive stuff to help power through it.
0: So, back to the original question, or whatever, he mentioned... Kong being money hungry with with that pack, so I was just thinking about we were just talking about how much shit I had on my uh, alt account as a free to play player that I would be able to like farm with. So it seems like they're giving everybody more. You know, obviously like that hundred dollar bundle isn't going to be bought by everyone. You know, not everyone's going to be able to afford it, but for the players that can it's another option and for the players who are free to play, they're getting all kinds of daily login rewards and, and things like that. So it seems like it's maybe just a um, power creep across the board. I can see it as a bit of a balance. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, it's a business, they have
1: to make money and it's, you know, it seems like, you know, they're pushing packs out a lot more and they're changing what the packs are hoping that some people will spend and i feel like if more people are kind of spending on some of these packs you know they're also giving back overall with the changes that they made with the login rewards and things like that so i don't really see them too badly as money hungry just probably not the best packs and pricing currently you know really throwing out there
0: okay well let's move on and talk about some dev suggestions as always these are one of my favorite things is the suggestions from people of of things that that the devs should put in the game and you can find all the devs suggestions on the official bit heroes um discord server and i guess we'll just start with like the most current ones at the moment and and work our way backwards until we run out of time to record so this one is suggested by deadfall and it says allow names for players under level 10 and over 2 years inactive to be reclaimed there are a lot of decent names that could go to our new players but are taken by level 6s yeah
2: i definitely agree with this one this is one that i've seen over the years where like tons and tons of good names just get stacked up and just left for dead because they quit and some of them are like really just like like cool and like niche names or, like, stuff that like, you could just work off of, and instead you have to either, like, change something around it or just completely abandon the idea, so.
0: Yeah, this seems like a problem that, like, everything has. Um, you know, people log in, make an account, and then decide they, you know, aren't playing it, and then they don't log in for two years, and it's like, should there be a, a system to delete old accounts? Like does do other games have that? I don't know if they have that
1: or like if you didn't bind your account kind of thing. I don't know how they manage older accounts
0: in other games. I feel like most of the time they just sit like Twitter has the same issue. Uh, you know a lot of people like I always see like people that just have one tweet that says like "Huh, how's this work and then <laughs> and then they just <laughs> never tweet again and they have like like your name or something i don't know to me it almost seems like a a back door issue for like the servers clean up more than than anything
2: yeah i think just to takes some i don't know if it's causing any strain having so many users in their like game constantly i mean it's like they're online and playing but i don't know just having all those accounts stacked up in the background they're just doing nothing and taking away from other players i think it could be reshuffled
0: yeah how long do you wait for for someone to not log back in before their account gets deleted
1: you probably have to have
0: like some kind of terms of service or something like when you're signed into the game yeah this says two years inactive
2: and under level 10 i think i think that's the key part there is that they have to be under a certain level I do agree with that level. The under level ten, if it was if it was any level away for two years, I think that would definitely be against any terms of service anywhere, and that would be a violation of different things. But I think under level ten, I think it's more plausible, at least in my opinion. Yeah,
0: I'd be curious what they what a what a developer would have to say about that one. Um, let's see what else we have on the suggestions.
2: A lot of cosmetics.
0: Yeah, uh, so this one, this is suggested by Marukai. It says, could we possibly get an option to hide our pet and accessories? It gets in the way of a a lot of the time and isn't always easy to match the cosmetics people are using. Do you guys want invisible pets and accessories?
1: I don't know about the pet part, but there's been times when I don't have certain accessories and you're trying to pull off a look that, yeah it gets a little awkward with some of those accessories. So you try to pick something that like, you can't really see <laughs> just so it doesn't ruin your look.
0: Yeah, my favorite accessory is the pollen one that's just like yep, the spots behind you.
2: Yeah, I think as long as it's player-based where they get to choose their own pet and accessory, then I think that'd be fine. Or like they could disable their pet or their accessory on just their player. I think that'd give a lot more cosmetic freedom.
0: Yeah, it would work the same as like mounts and helms, I yeah. guess. I
1: wish you could turn off other people's mounts because some of those mounts are like ginormous and they like take up everything. <laughs> and you can't see anybody's cosmetics.
2: <laughs> yeah, like one of the new ones from uh, Invasion, it like moves your player like a whole space in front. Where I have uh, Roman on my raid team and he was in my second slot and I couldn't see my first slot player at all <laughs> because it was just like hiding all over it. Yeah.
0: I think that definitely brings up just like another issue of like where the players stand like in raids and stuff like maybe they should just be a little more spread out somehow because even without accessories and stuff like the middle player is like always behind stuff
1: or we need to shrink everybody. 'Cause like I have these little Melborgs and like Mervlins on my teams and like they don't take up too much room at all. Yeah. <laughs> you just shrink
0: everybody. Alright, so I'm gonna give a thumbs up for Murukai's invisible accessories and pets.
2: I think we should hop up to Gilgamesh's next because I think I know we were talking about this earlier, clone.
0: Okay, yeah. So Gilgamesh suggests search by set name. Example, you type featherfall and it populates only those items. So I guess he's talking about searching like in in your inventory or in like the crafting upgrade screen cuz currently if you type in the set name nothing comes up. Like I have camouflage pieces that I could upgrade and when I type in CAM I just get nothing.
2: Yeah, so I think this fits into a larger a larger more broad question of better search results and like more specific search results and i think this is just kind of a part of it where if you could search like by a set name or like by a rarity per se or like you could set more filters on your search on your search i think that'd be really nice which we current, i mean we currently have like in your own inventory you can go to like all items or like materials and consumables but i think you should be able to filter stuff get more specific search results if especially if you have a ton of items like it's hard to keep track of everything from like every different tier kept stuff around
0: right and like locking things takes them clear off of the crafting screen so that's not like the best solution either yeah i'm not gonna lie i've never paid attention to the search box i didn't know about it until we were talking about it earlier (laughs) i've
1: never really clicked i just thought it was like cosmetics on that screen you know i didn't know you can actually (laughs) click it and start typing to search for things
2: yeah, the only time I've actually used it before, which is when I realized they were there, was when I was going to look at before I started my weave grind, what I already had. But it was insanely hard to go through my inventory to find all my tier 9 stuff, because some of it was upgraded, some of it wasn't. And currently in the all items, or like your um, your items list, it's organized by TS only. And that can that goes between all the tiers. So like maybe a max tier 9 item that's like a Mythic or a Legendary, is above like a tier 11 unupgraded or like the tier 10 unupgraded, but like it's not in any order at all. So that was the one case like I've like realized it was there, but it would have been like really nice if it was more specific or I could like narrow stuff down.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a confusing inventory system. Um, Well, it's not super confusing, I guess, but it's just once you get super full of stuff, it just is unmanageable.
2: Yeah that's definitely a quality of life kind of change that they could do not super game changing but i know i would definitely appreciate it and obviously other people would too it seems like a popular one
0: how would you change it to make it better
2: so kind of like what he said where you could search specifically by a set name but like next to it there should be like like a like a question mark or like a box to get expand where you can specify kind of like when you're exchanging where you can specify like all the different rarities and like items and everything they should add that for the search bar or you can more narrow it down to like i just want to search up accessories that are legendary or like helms that are common but like yeah but then organize it by ts or like reverse ts order or like alphabetical that kind of stuff just give it tons of like user accessibility
0: so I just thought about this idea. What what would you think about instead of just having an inventory that's like auto-sorted and just full, what if you actually had like chests and stuff where you could sort like I could put, for example, all of my camouflage set into one chest and then maybe all my mythics into another chest and you kind of like sorted things yourself.
2: Yeah, I think that would reduce the clutter in the menus. I think if you like like implemented the like search filter stuff I'm talking about, you could get by without those boxes. But if you're a person that has more of like a visual eye where you have to see stuff more organized or like more like grouped up, then those boxes would be really nice. I don't necessarily mind seeing all the like items out of order as long as I can search and make it organized. Right. Like, like if you can't do that, or like you could do that, but some people don't necessarily like that, which I totally understand and agree with then like those boxes or like more specific inventory menus would be really helpful
0: okay let's give gilgamesh's comment a thumbs up because we i think we agree all agree that something needs to happen this is one that i i feel like i have a strong opinion on it's suggested by Aloera. It says, can cosmetics please be added as notifications? For as difficult as they are to get, they should get the recognition.
2: Yeah, so I think this comment's more narrowed down to, like, the um, the Expedition cosmetics, because those things have the worst drop chance in the world, and I don't know why.
1: Yeah, I don't really know why either. I mean, it's just a cosmetic, but yeah, they make it about as rare as the myth.
2: Sometimes I feel like you can get, like, a couple of the mythic before you even get... <laughs> I just didn't even look
1: to see if I've even had a cosmetic, because I don't pay attention.
2: Yeah, I don't think I've actually ever gotten a cosmetic from an expedition. And I've gotten plenty of mythics in that time. Which which I mean I guess it gives those those cosmetics more value and I guess it is all RNG in the end, but it just kinda goes to show that their drop chances are just atrocious.
1: Yeah, I haven't gotten <laughs> any from the new expedition so far.
2: Yeah, like 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 the broom one from the last expedition would have been a great one to get because that works with so many cosmetics. But it's just so hard to get if you don't want to burn the resources, and even if you do, you might not get it still. Because like, how much have you burnt so far?
1: Let's see. I'm almost at two and a half million points in expeditions, so I'd say I've burnt quite a bit.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and like you haven't even gotten the the cosmetic yet for any of them. So like, that's just it's rough. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So you guys think they should pop up as notifications when you get them?
1: Maybe for something like just mounts. Like if that's the general cosmetic that are really hard to get, like the cosmetic mounts, but not like, you know, your PvP or Charles and
0: Gauntlet Reward where you get cosmetics out of those little chests. I was thinking like... I want less notifications. (laughs) I was thinking that maybe you, instead of adding more notifications, they should change it so that you only see notifications from like your tier and up or something like that. Because like I don't, I'm not sure if I care when people get like asteros,
2: yeah, like body, yeah
1: yeah or take away like legendary gear because i mean who really cares if you got a legendary from a world boss or something unless it's like a pet or something that's a different type of legendary yeah i would agree with just getting rid of legendaries because they pop up like crazy
2: and get rid of schematics too like those don't matter as notifications i don't i don't think (laughs) like like yeah you can send a friend request because somebody getting a schematic will make them so much stronger for your raid team like that's (laughs) not really how that works and even having like notifications in general it's nice to have but like sometimes i feel like they're not even really needed kind of an unpopular opinion there probably but
0: yeah i personally i guess like i do like notifications cuz like a lot of times when i'm streaming i just like to see funny names of people <laughs> so so i do like having the names pop up but i don't know at the same time i don't know that we need more I think if they could limit to, like, just sets and mythics, like, that would be a
1: great cut down on things.
2: Mm -hmm. Or you could do that for your own account, because all you can do right now is limit it to just your friends or, like, your guild or, like, nobody. This is one of those menus I think could be optimized, more kind of like the search bar that we just talked about.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that.
2: And, yeah, like, like I I definitely get where you're saying, like, you don't want more notifications. I actually didn't really look at this question as a question of notifications, funny enough. I looked at it as kind of like an underlying question of kind of like like can the drop rates be changed for the mounts or like the cosmetics and the <laughs> expedition. Because like I I get where I get where is coming from in this question, but like I think that's more kind of like a backhanded question of hey, can we get these more?
0: I don't know. That kinda goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Um I think maybe we were talking about this before before we were recording, but my example of like horrible drop rates and stuff is like I farmed for Bobadom for like eight months and like, I don't know, like maybe that should have took less time, but at the same time, like that's what I was doing in the game. And it was, I look back on it like fondly as, you know, like that's what I was doing on stream and people would like tune in to see if I got them yet and (laughs) stuff like that. And, and, uh, I don't know i I think bad drop rates as part of the game, like I think it's kind of like what makes bit heroes bit heroes,
2: yeah that's I guess that is what makes any grindy game good is that if you have really crappy drop rates when you finally get that one item, it's super satisfying, yeah, kinda like how I feel trying like, to get Melbourne schematic right now, I'm in that same boat of I'm literally burning all my region and like extra resources trying to get stuff for that, and it's just just not happening. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like it does suck if you're spending like money and and stuff on it to try and get it. Oh yeah. But at the same time uh like my advice would be like maybe slow down and and don't try to like rush to the end game of of everything right away. You know, I I feel like there's no way I'm going to like pay to win the game like I'm never going to win. I'm never going to be like in the top 10. So I might as well just kind of grind and enjoy what I get. I don't know if that makes sense or not. It does. It does. And you're you're always right about, you know, like the loot drops when you least expect
1: it cuz when I was farming expedition trying to get a mythic like it wasn't happening, wasn't happening. And like I got up, I think it was like Saturday morning or something. I was making coffee and toast and I just barely caught a glimpse that I saw the red when I, when it finally dropped and I was like half paying attention and that's when it dropped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's the same for me. I was hunting for that last piece of uh camouflage for, I don't know, I'm not sure how long. I feel like I got the first three really quickly. And then that last one, like I rolled, re-rolled for it like three times and couldn't get it. And then I'm like just laying in bed like in the morning. Like I just woke up and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm going to do this, these raids and stuff before I get up for the day. And like the last shard I used, it like dropped. And I'm just like, oh, it's going to be a good day. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, we've been recording for a while. I think, I think we've gone through enough suggestions and, and offered enough fixes for the game. I think we've, we've done our work here.
1: I have to agree. Yes.
0: All right, and I will start with our sign-offs, guys. Um, you can find me on Twitch at Twitch.tv/starrambler. Um, I usually stream multiple times a week, so come hang out. Oh, and vote for me for console.
1: I'm gifted gamer. You won't find me on any social media. You'll just pretty much find me in game and. If you do happen to see my posts, uh, I am going for beta tester, so
2: vote for me. You'll also find me at the top of the PvP leaderboard this week. Wink, That's wink. right,
1: I'm pushing. I'm going to get that Nemrod.
2: And I am sody You'll find me at twitch.tv slash FOTC underscore SOTY. And the Discord clone, if you want to plug the Discord. Yeah,
0: sorry, I was trying okay. to find a Gamer on the uh, leaderboard to see if, if I could uh, see what... You'll You'll we here? not see that?
2: You'll see him right up there.
0: <laughs> how do I? I don't know how to look at the damn leaderboards. <laughs> you click on ranks, what do you open up, the PvP? Oh, you just have to go to PvP. That yeah. makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I was looking at the history. Oh my god, you're number one. I'm, I'm going to get me that Nemrod. He wants that Nemo. <laughs> you. You are number one.
1: It's it's a fight right now. These other two other guys, man, they they don't back down.
0: Greater White, whose name I'm not so sure about, Star Fury. They're pushing for you.
2: That's pretty close to your name, Star. Star, Star Rambler, Fury. Star Fury.
0: Yeah, that's my secret alt account where I've dumped thousands <laughs> of dollars in each week. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh the Discord Come hang out with us in my Discord. You can get there by going to StarRambler.com. It forwards you into Discord, and uh, you can post your suggestions, things you'd like to hear us talk about. What else can they do there? There's, You can post uh, loot updates. You can talk to us, ask us questions. Um, yeah, come hang out. And um, until next week hope you get some legendaries or some set items or maybe that mythic you've been looking for catch you next week